With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, West Coast. Uh, it's been a minute since we got a chance to get in here and, you know, just chop it up, man. Shout out to uh, Reason, though. We just recently had him up in here and yeah, also on the Jag, man, too. To, uh, Reason really, gave us props, really Great too. Uh, MCs, man. Absolutely. Shout out to Reason, dude. I feel bad because, and he even posted about it, too. Um, I didn't realize that his album dropped on the same day of, like, a gang of other shit, like, in the midst of, like, other oh, albums. Yeah, dropped. Yeah. I can't specifically remember which ones, but I think... It was basically a lot of other albums that dropped that same day or something significant or whatever. And I feel like even to this day, um, people are just now starting to open their eyes to what Reason has to offer. We, we obviously have known him. Um, but even us, like, I feel like when we were talking, having, like, the top conversations of, like, albums of the year, yeah, I'm I'm putting them in there, bro. Like, I, I didn't do it at first because... I honestly was sleeping on it a little bit my, my, myself. Like, I knew about it. But I, for me, I always take a step back and I get away from the hype. Yeah. And I feel like, and I actually should have told him why he was in here because now it's popping into my you mind. You ain't got that same energy. No, I do, I do. But it just, it, it wasn't in my mind as we were thinking about it. I think with, especially with TDE, a lot of people over-sensationalize certain shit just because it's, it's TDE and don't really break down Man, the music for itself. I feel like that happens a lot. It, and it does, and, it, and it's not, it's, I feel like they've, They've gotten the credibility they deserve as of as of right now, um, but shit, I, I remember shit. You remember when we were trying to put people on Kendrick yeah. years back? Like, yeah. yo, he's hard, yeah. and people wasn't falling for it. Now you just say TDE and ears are perked up, eyes open, which hey, is great. Just you, just you, just them announcing that you with them. Man, it's an amazing. Will change your whole career yeah, exactly. And I think for that very reason, I didn't want to get caught up in the hype. But after after some time, like I listened to it obviously within the, within the first week. But I really sat down and listened to it the last few weeks, and I'm like, yo, he's he's got a solid project, man. Somebody so. told me that they think Reason is going to be bigger than Dot. Think so? Yeah, somebody told I forgot who told me that. But I was, they was like, man, Reason is going to be bigger than Kendrick. I'm like, bro, okay, if you say so. What do you think? I don't know. That's, that's, a, an, that's a whole – the thing is, like, this is what people don't understand. And I think people just kind of be stuck on their opinion. It's like – Bro, some things happen because the stars align and right. because the you know God is working. Right. And there's so many other things. It's not just that you dope rapping. Mm -hmm. It's like timing. It's it's just like when Public Enemy was out and you know there's fight the power and right, like right, Black right. Panthers and you got all these movements. It's, it's timing. With it. Cardi Thing B was a perfect on. storm. Right, right. I don't see another Cardi B happening. Right. Just like I didn't see. Just like you don't see another. I don't see another Khaled happening. Really? No. I see another Khaled happening. No, because the thing is, what, what, what you, in, in what regards, like just everything. Khaled is the him? biggest hip hop DJ ever in history. Mm. Ever, think about it. Like you might say, and now a lot, a lot of people might feel some kind of yeah, way. Yeah, and look, let's be clear. It's not we're not talking about turntableist scratching. No, no, no. I'm talking like about the, overall. The brand, you're saying it's the just brand, like Drake, the brand of a DJ. I said the the Khaled is the biggest hip hop DJ ever. Okay. Name a bigger DJ. I can't right now. Exactly. In hip-hop ever. Mm -hmm. Hip-hop is what only, what, I don't want to call it. Like, almost 40 years old. 40 years old. Yeah, yeah. He's the biggest one ever. Like, he not the one that started it. I'm not even saying that the way he does things is respectable to a lot of different people. What I'm saying is that he's taking the urban DJ platform to a whole nother level. Right, right, right. I'm talking about putting out songs, opening for Beyonce, being on, like being on Good Morning America, being That's on. True. Just did the he went on uh, Kelly and whatever the fuck her her live with Kelly. Ryan Seacrest. No, this is before Ryan. Oh, okay. That's what I'm telling you. He was on there before Ryan. He went on with Kelly, 
and um, oh, my, uh, my, Michael Strahan. Strahan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had turntables. The nigga with the gap, yeah. He had turntables on daytime television and okay. was DJing. Like, I got, you. I got you. I'm just saying, like, Khaled has been able to do things that no, no other hip-hop DJ And you're right, because right around, that was when, and he he actually even brought more light to Snapchat. Bro, he saved Snapchat. Snap, saved Snapchat, yeah, yeah. One guy. Right. I'm just saying, like, you you can't, you. that's what I'm saying. I want to put things in perspective. When you talk about Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, even though Dot is the homie and all that kind of shit, he's the, he's the perfect storm. Right. He's from Compton. He's the product of he's a good kid, Mad City. Right. Never fuck with the bullshit. Dr. Dre fuck with him. Like everybody on the West Coast embraced him. He came at a time he when no enemies, nothing like that. He came at a time when we wasn't even checking for that kind of music. Right. You know I wasn't. Right, right, Same right. thing I told Solo. Yeah. I wasn't fucking with that shit because I'm a DJ. I want right. to play some shit that's gonna turn up. He had the murky music. He had the murky music. You wasn't messing with the murky music. I wasn't messing with the murky music because right. it was like then he was referred to as a weirdo. Mm -hmm. Then, you know what I mean? He's the perfect storm. Cardi B is the perfect storm. Yeah. She's a relatable she cardi b came at a time when it started to be okay to be yourself right i feel like there there are moments like that within not only music um but just mainstream platforms and you're right like at that time you know reality tv it is the biggest thing but it's kind of going on a decline she, she figured out how to pivot from that yeah. And then, you know, do the music thing and, and be successful with the music. Yeah. Yes, we are recording, Ani. I just saw the Instagram live, Chuck Dizzle. What happened? When you told people to compliment me because I said I like rent. Hold on, hold on. She's, she's, Damn it, she's a woman, dog. Ani just randomly <laughs> walks in here. I said, I said, I said, I told people on Ani's Instagram live, I said, look at the way she, I was like, Ani likes, I, Ani likes compliments. And look how uncomfortable yet, but she loves the compliments that but come by. I never by. said I didn't. I oh, do like I the compliments. Yeah. I love attention. I know. I'm saying, and I, I and I told people to attention. And I told people to continue the comp compliments. So it was funny to see you continue to react to the compliments that I was know, coming and in. I know. The whole time I'm reading this after I said that, I reacted very well. Like, if I was you, I'd be like, bro, like I Question. didn't expect that. Question. Name a bigger DJ um, in hip hop than Khaled. This Drama count? No one. I can only think of drama. I'm reading on Google right now. Cali got ten albums. Ten albums. Ten albums. Like released studio albums. Not, albums. not mixtapes. No. Okay. That's not even including mixtapes. He got yeah. ten studio. He got more albums than rappers. Yeah, that's true. That no, I get. I give you that. I, we were trying to figure. Out. He's been able to reinvent right. himself three times. Mustard's not a bigger DJ, uh, hip hop DJ than than Cali. I wouldn't say that. Not even close. It's not even close. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, he's been on Ellen. He's been on the daytime shows. I think that comes from Snapchat, though. I just said that. Well, he, he saved yeah. Snapchat. He saved Snapchat. I mean, yeah, so when you talk about the overall brand, you're right. And you're saying that when it comes to Kendrick, a, a same thing like Khaled, he's the perfect storm for that. The perfect storm. And Khaled, Khaled came at a time when when DJing, I mean, like the urban DJ wasn't that wasn't that thing like that. It right. was more or less like we was the background, like there's a rapper in, on the stage. Right. Khaled took it a, to a different level where he's not only producing, he's putting out music, he put on artists. Yeah. Then he went and turned himself into a personality. Yeah. So now he's hosting shows. He's, he's a fucking judge. On, uh, on the, the voice. Four, the, no, I mean, four. on the four. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and Diddy fought for, to have him on there, too. So bro, he's, like, he like, he's, on, he's on national. Like, it's different. Yeah. No, but, but to, 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 to bring it all full circle, when it comes to reason, I feel like it's too early to say yes or no to that because we're just seeing his shit play out. What I can say is that I see him as far as the, the newcomers – He's getting a lot more attention for the bars and being himself mm -hmm. earlier on than a lot of other people. Well, I also think that that's because reason is, like I told him when he was up here, he's relatable. Yeah. Like, he don't hide the fact that he had a job. He, he He's he's transparent as fuck. Right. Very and true. It's, and it's like, bro, anytime, anytime you, the same thing with Charlotte, same thing with K-Dot, same thing with Cardi B, mm -hmm. anytime you're authentically authentic, I tweeted that out the other day because I was I forgot who I was talking to, um, and I was I was telling I I was giving them props because they are to me they always been solid, mm -hmm. and um, anytime you're authentically authentic, 
you gonna you gonna it's, you gonna prosper because everybody can fake it. It's hard for a motherfucker to be authentic. Yeah, it's hard for a motherfucker to really be themselves and not care about the backlash, about the ostr- about being ostracized, about being unpopular. It, that's hard to do. So and what- Cardi B to this day will get on Instagram. In her in her house in her tank top with no makeup on and uh, and tell you exactly how she feel. Sidebar and this is the only reason why I'm thinking about it now because when you say that, what pops up into my mind and the subject of a lot of conversation and scrutiny as of, as of lately is Kanye West. Do you feel that Kanye is being authentically him? Well, he's mentally ill. It's different. I don't I don't put him in the same category. But even with that with that level of Honesty or whatever you want to call it, do you think he's putting that in the limelight? He's 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 acting on exactly what he believes at the time, but he's impulsive. He's shown you that from the beginning, right? He's very impulsive. So at that, at with that being said, now that he's come to grips with the fact that he he has a mental mental disorder and he's mentally ill, he's not well. I don't, I can't put him in the same category as somebody who has all their mental faculties. I can't put him in the same vein as Kendrick or Cardi B or other people that's being authentically themselves because he doesn't know who he is at, the, at, at any right. given moment. I wonder if the medication, uh, man, we should have somebody on that that kind of goes through this to see what we should. Like, when 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 you are on medication versus off medication, what are the what's the thought process? We should somebody who like struggles with bipolar. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Hmm. Yeah, anybody hit us up, man. At Homegrown Radio. We'll, 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 we'll sift Would that be crazy if I tweeted out looking for a bipolar? Looking for muscle. somebody that's... But you know what? What I'm realizing is that it's not as uncommon that you think. Yeah. A lot of people actually struggle with it or, or have it or if you want to say suffering from it, they, you're, they're living with it. Yeah. And we, we look at it as uh, an illness. We look at it as something that's, you know, oh, you know, just one of those things where it's kind of like, I don't want to say down, looking down upon somebody, but really that's what it is when people are living with this shit every day, functioning mm-hmm. people, you know what I'm saying? People that run businesses. Shit, I'm sure some people over here at iHeart got that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, these are everyday people and it's just not something that's voiced. That's why I said, is it authentically him when he's bringing it to the forefront in terms of the conversation? Who mm-hmm. knows if it's truth, there's truth to it or not or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, that, that'd be interesting to have that conversation because then can somebody really rationalize and say, Yes, I'm on my medic- medication, and this is what I truly feel, and this is the reality of of what I'm going through versus being off and saying the same kind of shit. What, what kind of conversations would you get with somebody on and off, and if, do they understand that they're on and off? Yeah. Ah, uh, man. Something else. Uh, I, t- I actually finished Charlemagne's book. How is it? How is it? It's very good. Is it? it I don't, I don't want to compare, but it, in comparison to the first one, because I know Black the first privilege, one completely was different more, book. Of, more of his life story. This is how he's dealing with everything. This is how he's dealing with anxiety. This is, like, the cause of anxiety. Now, does it pick up from the success, or does it go from earlier on while he's still No, it goes back to. Okay. It goes back and revisits different. So what I like about it, and this is what I want to talk about, it it actually touches on, make sure you go get the book if you haven't, Charlemagne the God, uh, Shook One, and God, He Playing Tricks on Me is the name of the book. Um, But the book is... It, it 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 does talk about now, but it also talks about the origin of oh, the anxiety. Gotcha. And it goes all the way back to the childhood. But then also what I like about it is the fact that you got shit that I could relate to mm-hmm. as a as a black man growing up in America, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's shit that and I was with Salas, you know, my manager or whatever the other day. Uh oh no, yesterday. Matter of fact, last night, um, we were driving. I was driving for a change, which is weird, but I was driving and right in, we were coming from Hollywood, and up the street, I saw like three or four cop cars. Mm-hmm. One was wasn't one was in the middle of the street, right? One was on the side, and one was on the other side, and it was like it almost looked like like a net, not to catch your ass, like to catch, right? right? Automatic. And so I saw that, and I literally made a left, so I didn't have to even go down that street. Avoid it. All Just together. avoid the cops. Yeah. yeah. And and we were laughing about it, but when I thought about it, I was like, damn, like. We really think like that. Right. You're not right, riding dirty. There's nothing wrong. You got your license. I, everything, everything is legit. Is I got insurance. Legit. I got right, health benefits. Right, right. I'm a real good citizen right now. Right. Credit's up. Like, <laughs> credit is up. But I'm like, man, fuck that. Yeah. I ain't fucking with them white people today. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, that shit really embedded in my right. mind from back 
when I couldn't afford, you know, good insurance or even any insurance right. or whatever. But then it was like, damn, what's going to happen if they pull me over? I'm already thinking about the time when me and my homeboy got pulled over coming back from a poetry lounge. And they pulled us out the car. We were sitting on the curb and nothing was wrong. Damn. And they was like, where's the guns and the drugs? And I'm like, bro, like, I, I don't even. My homeboy, Teddy, he worked at FedEx. Mm-hmm. And you can't even you can't work for FedEx. Yeah, not gonna let you in at that. the airport. He That's worked at those, and he yeah. had his he had his uh his uh badge. Uh-huh. So they clearly saw that he had bro. He told him he was yeah. like bro. I work at FedEx at the airport. Right. You can't even be associated with anything. Right. They're not playing with that. They're not playing. And then I was like bro. I'm a full time student. Like I do radio um class. I go to radio broadcasting classes and shit. And I showed him my student ID. Pulled us out the car. Set us on the curb. Course, yeah. And it was just like that type of shit. Stay with you. Of course. And it's like knowing the origins of of where the actual and you don't even know like Silas was telling me you don't even understand that we have PTSD straight up I didn't know that yeah and so now I'm more interested in visiting the idea of therapy and going into a uh, um, a therapist about just just PTSD now I don't feel like I got anxiety right. I, I may not know but, but you might walk into it and, and unwrap some whole other shit that you didn't know about yeah so now I'm more interested in exploring the idea of it just because I, I was able to tap in on that book and relate it to real life shit that still happens today. and the, the choices I still make today even I was telling um uh, I forgot. I think I was talking to the homie Sean, white homie Sean, or somebody. Shouts of, out to white homie Sean, by the way, too. He's having a, a little baby girl, man. Congratulations. Salute to, to the homie. Yeah. Um, explaining black problems to white people mm. is interesting. Like, even our friend Alex, Alex on the mic at Kiss FM. I'd be explaining to her the thought that goes in before I even leave the house. Right. And she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, she's like, I was like, like, when I get up in the morning, and I know I got to come to the radio station or we're going to go do the podcast. I li- I literally map my whole day out and dress accordingly. Mm. It's like if I know we got to go to Homegrown, we over there in Inglewood, Inglewood off right. of Queen Street. Right. I'm like, okay, I can't wear this. Yeah. Don't wear that. That's so funny you say that. And I think about that's that. so funny you say that. Yeah. So that's why the, most of the time, like when people watch our our videos or see us on the podcast, Natural we, colors, we in Homegrown t-shirts. Right. We got black, black, gray. gray. Yeah, neutral colors. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I was explaining this to my white friends, and they were just blown away. Like, you really? I'm like, yeah. Like, I it's, re- it's layers to that. It's a, a, a black man living in America. You got that. Then you got living in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Then like, they got where you from in Los Angeles. It breaks down to that. I, it's so funny you say that because um, a shout out to the homie Zaire. He, he's got this line, Seven Streams. And I, you probably see me wear I got This is a burgundy sweatsuit. And on two occasions within a month, I was like, I'm tripping. Why the fuck am I wearing this for one? And why am I wearing it here? Mm-hmm. I went to the homie Butter's little function, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm out of pocket. I'm out of pocket. Right. And it was like one of them. I was like, I'm super tripping. So I was in and out of there. Then another time uh, over at Homegrown, I had to, to take some stuff over there. And this is middle of the day. And I'm like, fuck, what is wrong? Because now I know uh, typically when we park, park at Homegrown, I'm, I'm in the front right yeah. there, just in and out. But in the daytime. I had to go in the back. And park in the back. And I'm yeah. like, oh. And it's over there about to swap me. I'm like. I don't want it to be the wrong day yeah. for just to get pressed on some bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, when you see <laughs> when you see the cop cars behind you, I've never had any aside from the DUI, I've never had any run run-ins with the law like that. Never had any reason to get pulled over. But in the back of my mind, I think about the incidents that a lot of the homies have had. Exactly. And and incidents what I've when I've been with the homies, and I'm like, I know my shit is clean, yeah. but I'm with somebody else and I don't know their situation right. and how that can just turn. That can You can literally lose your life yeah. or go to jail. One of my biggest fears is getting, and this happened with the DUI situation, is getting locked up close to the weekend. I was like, there's no way I want to go to county on the weekend. Right. There is no way. <laughs> you don't want to spend your Saturday and Sunday? I do not want to spend my Saturday and Sunday because – I've heard of stories, and, and it, to some people, people may be laughing at this like a motherfucker, but I've heard <laughs> stories and, and read incidents where people going in for some minor shit, and you get caught up with the bullshit, and yep. either A, don't make it out, or yep. B, seriously get fucked up. Yep. All because of what? Some bullshit. Some bullshit. So the idea of P- PTSD, yeah, that, shit is, that shit is serious. I just think that I never, I never processed it like i might have anxiety or ptsd right until you read the until book. i listen I, li- I bought the audiobook mm-hmm. um but until i listened to the whole book i'm like damn 
Because this this is really shit I think about. Yeah. Like, I think about Sundays. Sundays be my sweats, and I'm in my sweats on my basketball shirt, whatever, right. depending on how cold it is. And I'm really looking at my sweatsuits like, now nah, I got to go see my grandma today. Okay. My grandma live in Compton. Right, right. So I'm like, now nah, I got to go see my grandma today. She going to, I probably got to go to the store. She yeah. might need, I'm literally thinking Not about this. All out, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. like, what if she needs some, you know, I got to go to the store. She needs some toilet paper or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, damn. And, and I didn't, you just do it so naturally now right, right. as an adult because you, you just so many years of thinking yeah, like that. man. And this is like, fuck, dog. Something is, that's not normal. Yeah, it's even, it, but it's normal to us. Absolutely. Even boil down to the hats. Like, when you get hats, like, yeah. okay, I can't wear this hat. Can't wear that hat. Gotta and for everybody this. wondering, DJ Head only wears black L.A. hats. Right. That's it. Right. <laughs> you won't see me in a motherfucking... I wear black right, right, Los right. Angeles hats. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm not wearing no Cleveland Indians hat. I'm not wearing no white Sox hat. And problems. shout out to the only Boulet Kev. He be wearing all kind of hats. Yeah, but he's well, white. He right, right, right. It's different. That, right. And I be trying to explain it to him like, dog. Nah. You, he was like, I told him, because he went somewhere. I ain't going to say where he was. And I was like, you went where? You're tripping. And he's like, yeah, I went over there to fuck with the homies. I'm like. But I don't really go over there like right, that. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I ain't from no gang. Right. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm 34 goddamn years old. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I am I fuck with everybody. I fuck with Mexicans, Middle Easterns, Palestinians, everybody. Black people, white people. I don't have no beef with nobody. I don't owe nobody money. I don't have no big homies. But. But. <laughs> It's just certain places. You just know not to fuck I'm with. I'm just like, I ain't going over there. Yeah, nah. I ain't going over there. Right, right. For what? Yeah. The best part, I want to, hold on, I want to make sure I hit this right. The be, One of the best parts in Charlemagne's book, I wrote it down just so I could make sure I talk about it. Chapter 7. Chapter 7 of Shook One, Anxiety Plans Tricks on Me. If you ever get this book, pay close attention to Chapter 7. It talks about keeping it real. Oh, shit. And, oh, man, I love In what it. aspect? Keeping it real is not putting yourself in compromising positions okay. so the homies don't feel like you changed. Okay. Just because, just because, you know, I've reached a certain level or where I'm at in life or whatever I'm doing is prosperous, don't mean I got to come back to the neighborhood and hang out on the corner with you. Very true. It don't mean I got to go sit in front of grandma's house like we used to and shoot the shit. I mean, you mentioned that, too, in, in, in the JAG interview in terms of, like, just as far as being successful, it's like you don't fuck with the, the homies no more. Yeah. and In context. In context. I want to clarify that, too, because I, I took some heat for that. Um, and some people misunderstood. I'm not saying don't fuck with your people. What I'm saying is if your people are not evolving like you are, mm-hmm. or are not headed in the same direction. Sometimes, motherfucking, it's no different than a bus. Mm-hmm. And I rode two buses from through my whole through my whole high school life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I rode the 130 Artesia, and I rode the 205 San Pedro. Mm-hmm. The reason why I had to take two buses is because one bus wasn't going the direction I needed to go. Mm-hmm. It was only going part of the way. Right. Feel me? So, with that being said... I had to get off that bus and transfer to a new bus. It don't mean that I didn't ride the same bus before or coming back the other way. It just meant that to go this way, I got to get on this other bus. That's all I'm saying about people. It's like some people are meant to go so far with you and some people are not. Right. That's just what it is. And it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But keeping the keeping the real part of the book to me just stood out because it was just like so many people fucked their life off trying to keep Keep it real. real. Right. And I know one of my, my, my cousin right now, and I never talked about this ever. You probably you never even heard of this dude. My cousin Brandon is in jail. He's in prison for life mm-hmm. because he went and hung out with some of his homeboys. And his homeboys end up doing some shit. They end up really, like, I guess they, they killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And they was riding around in the car, and he was with them. And he just went home like it was a normal day. They end up killing this lady, taking her car. They went joyriding. Oh, so he was in the car. He was in the car. Didn't know... He didn't. I'm, I don't know. Okay. I don't know the particular. But he was. He was. He was. He was in the car. the car. That shit went down. And they man. dropped him off. They went home. Wow. And they got popped. That's crazy. And they all went down. And they all flipped on him. Get the fuck out of here. To you. take a deal. So he's in. He's doing life in prison right now. I've never been going to visit him. I've never like. I haven't seen Brandon in at least. What am I? Thirty four. Probably like twenty years. Damn. 
I haven't seen, bro. I haven't wrote wrote to him. I haven't called him. None of that. And it's not on purpose. It's just that I don't feel right about that situation. I don't know. I don't know everything that happened. Right. And probably when I'm in a different situation, I'll fly out there mm-hmm. and see face to face, like and and ask him, tell right, me right, what, right, happened. what happened. Right. But he was trying to keep it real. Trying didn't tell, didn't hold it, hold it down for the homies, and he didn't do shit. shit right. He didn't do nothing. And you talking about somebody that was 22 years old. Lost his life. And he's in he's in prison for life, trying to keep it real. Yeah, and it's like man, fuck that shit. Right, fuck that. No, 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 no. If you on some bullshit, and you know how I get down. Yeah, yeah. I won't even get in the car if you with you if you if you've been drinking. Right, you don't play them games. I made I made so many people pour their liquor out just to get. They was like, well, we riding with you. All right, well, you got that big ass bottle. It's open. That shit out, yeah. Pour that shit out. Right. You know, and leave the bottle here. Well, what you mean is my bottle. Yeah, but I'm driving. Yeah. I, if we get pulled over, they taking my license. Right, not you. Not you. Right. Might taking my license. Yeah. So fuck you or pour the shit out and leave it here. Yeah, that, that, there's a certain level of insecurity there where either people don't feel comfortable with identifying whatever those issues are and not checking their homies mm-hmm. with the bullshit that, that, that goes down. Like, I even tell people, like, to this day, the the main reason, two part reason why I stopped drinking was A, because you checked me on it, and B, it was like, oh damn, it real it hit me to the point where I'm like, damn, not only am I fucking my life over, but I'm disappointing other people, for one. Mm-hmm. And then two, other people are looking at me as an example. Right. And I have shit to lose at this point. I didn't <laughs> think I had shit to lose at that point. I'm like, whatever, right. like it is what it is. But if you're not comfortable having those conversations with with your homies, with your people, then that's, that's an issue. And it goes back to the PTSD. It goes down to the issues, the day, things, things that you want to you know, peel back, the layers and all that. Like, there's a reason why you don't want to say shit. Why? Because you are, you know, uncomfortable, insecure, whatever it is. Yeah. If you're not having those conversations, it's an issue. So, I mean, it, it does speak that. That's that's actually a really good point in terms of, like, just keeping it real. You can really fuck your life over trying to keep it trying real. Trying to keep it real. For what? For what? For what? Just so the and homies gonna look at you and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, good he, shit, good shit, my props and right, all that kind right. of shit." Like, especially man. if it's some bullshit. Fuck that shit. Yeah, man. And so, anyway, that's where I'm coming from. Like, I just think that, I just think that people, you don't understand. Like, I didn't fully understand PTSD. I still don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not a professor or nothing, but just starting to think about the shit that we actually live and deal with and all that kind of shit. And I was like, damn, that's some real shit. Yeah. Like that really, for why, why am I avoiding the police officers who are supposed to protect me? Right. And I think that people aren't realizing (laughs) that's crazy. What what, what social media plays into it as well. And we've talked about it from, I can't believe it's been five, almost six years with the whole Mike Brown situation. We talked about how, how numb we are. Yep. So all the shit that we saw on social media and the killings then, that, that was with 2013. Yep. <clears throat> Here it is, 2018. We're seeing the same shit. Yep. You know, and not to get political with it, but we, you know, the, the the president that's in office, like we see certain things that are being spewed from, you know, speeches and just things that are normal and that are coming on television or social media multiple times a day. It's normal to us now. Yeah. You don't realize that, nah, that's not how shit is supposed to go. That's not how it's supposed to go, dog. So it's like we're all developing a, a sense of it. Like we're all get we, we're all getting there, and I don't know if it's a good thing that it's so much shit that's piling up right now. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately everything's going to blow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or collapse, or however you want to look at it. Now, in order for that shit to happen, it's got to build up, build up, build up, build up. I think we're in the middle of that shit right now, but how much is too much? When is that cap? When is, you know what I'm saying? When is that going to happen? But you have to have the bullshit come come together first before you can release it or however you want to explain it. Um, but it, it's just, it's crazy that we're, we're dealing with all this shit right now. And I think that it's getting to the point where something's going to be exposed and it's, it's good that these conversations are happening, but at to what expense? Like, Who's I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's no expense because I feel like well I mean uh, people are dying Pe- you know pe- people are are suffering through illnesses they, it's it's at expense of somebody well no what I'm saying is the conversation is good because like what's interesting like a couple of you have told me and they've told me this and it was it was crazy 
somebody told me that they look up to me that they they didn't know that somebody told me um that they didn't know why they did drugs and shit like that mm. like couldn't it was just, they couldn't answer it it was just like oh it was just you know the homies and shit and it wasn't until like the, I guess they heard me say something to the point where like I don't I don't fuck with drugs and I don't drink and I don't smoke or whatever and I just don't give a fuck like how would you how you feel about it right 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 and it's like and it's like damn I never thought about it from that perspective well a lot of people sometimes people aren't aren't and that goes back to the homie shit if you're not challenged with your thought process then how would you know how would you know how are you evolving you know what I'm saying because we've had those conversations before I'm like I just like drinking yeah why. I just like the way it made me feel. So, and you, it's funny, you'd be like, well, so if you found a substitute for that, would you continue that? I'm like, well, just, I honestly didn't even give it too much thought. I just like drinking. <laughs> Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but I knew, I knew where the conversation was going, whereas other people, they, that was their first time even being challenged with the thought of drinking or doing drugs or something uh, like that. They don't I have know to. some people that, seriously, marijuana is, it, it helps them to stress relief. It, yeah. It's really some, some, some things for that, right? But if you're not challenged with the thought, it's no different than than um, somebody explain why they why they fuck with a religion. Mm-hmm. Saying I challenge that. Why? Yeah. And we're so taught to oh, don't go against the grain. And just on the on the religion aspect of it, if you believe in something or you in the church, grew up in the church or baptized like I was, like you don't question anything like that. As you get older, it's like well, no, you got to be able to defend why what your thought process is, or even like the whole voting shit. Like mm-hmm. I had a, con- a a 45 minute conversation with my mom about the different measures and why I'm voting for somebody or why I'm not voting for somebody. Whereas in the beginning, it was like, okay, well, whatever moms say, I'm going to just vote Democrat and blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, that's cool. But we literally had a a, a conversation of, well, no, I'm going for this person because of this. Or I want to go for rent control because of this. Or this yeah. measure because of this or that. It's like, if you're not challenged with those thoughts, then how are you evolving as a person? Right? Yeah. And, it, and that boils down to the yes men in terms of like hip-hop and shit like that. If you're an artist and you got... You know, people that's on your team that's not thought provoking, that's not challenging yeah. you when it comes to the music, and it's every it, it's it's funny how it all ties into life. But at the end of the day, if you're not being challenged with your thought, you're not growing as a human being. Yeah, uh, what's funny is um, I ran into this dude last night. I forgot his name, but um, he said, "Man, I'm gonna email you my rep, my records." And I'm like, I always get that. People are like, "Man, let me get your email." And it's like, I'm not one of these radio people who hide. My right. email is in the it's in the bio. It's on my Instagram. You can find it. Like, send me the record. Right. And don't but don't send it to me if you don't want authentic feedback, right. which is what I told him. Right. If it's trash, I'm going to tell you. Right. If it's good, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. But you can expect authentic feedback. Like, I'm not going to candy coat it for you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Some people I've told to stop doing music. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard we had a show before. You actually, <laughs> I can't believe you. You try, you deleted the shit. I forgot we were doing inbox music and you would delete the record on air. You heard it going to the <laughs> Sometimes you need that wake up call. It's like, this is this bad that I'm not going to take the time to do this shit. And neither should you. Neither should you. That's crazy. And so, um, but shout out to Roddy Rich too. He just dropped his project, Feed the Streets too. Um, he said that I was the first person to ever challenge him on that's dope. On money. Like that's dope. like showing off on Instagram. Right, he was like, right. nobody ever called me out on that before. That's crazy. You that's uh, that's a dope man. I think that that goes to the bigger the bigger issue. And I, I think this just comes with age too. Yeah, I'm an old nigga. No, it's not, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's like I think <laughs> as you get older, as we get older, especially doing, you know, we've been doing homegrown for ten years. It's like the 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 platforms in which we were doing it before, and I feel like now it's more, you know, obviously more people are listening, but you have more of a responsibility in what you're saying too. Mm-hmm. You can't just spew out shit Mm-mm. and think that nobody's gonna catch on to Mm-mm. it. And shout out to the homie. Uh, I want to get don't want to fuck his name up. You gonna fuck it up? No, I'm not. Shout out to the homie Zini too. I saw Zini last Zini? night. Yeah, Zini. He does the he curates the playlist for Apple. Shouts out for the new LA and the new the new Bay Area. Okay. Playlist. Um, I saw him last night. He was like, man, like I love what you're doing. Like I appreciate it, and it's dope. It's dope not to, not for the ego. For me, it's dope that people are paying attention. Right, right. And so that's what I like. Mm-hmm. Like I like the fact that it's like okay, I got this platform. I'm doing what I'm what I what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing with it, but it's dope that not to get the praise for it. Like I it, I would have took it the same way if somebody would just walked up and say, "Hey man, I heard what you said." Right. 
not saying good or bad, right, 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 right. but just as long as you are list are hearing what I'm trying to say right. or the message I'm trying to convey, I'm cool with that. So, man, shout out to him. And then also um, Asia. I went to go see Asia and um, Asia performed last night. She's a new, the new, a new artist out of Compton. Okay. And she got this song called uh, No Time For It. I think that's the name of the song. Hold on. I don't want to fuck it up. On some old head. This is the one you just posted, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to fuck the, her song up on some old head shit. Um, time for it. It's called Time for It. Um, so I went to go. I went to go pull up last night to go check her out and somebody else that was performing, which was dope. And I want to shout how, shout her out too. Hey um, man, y'all look at look at this guy. DJ Head got notes right now. This is crazy. Her name is Nicole Alexandra. Wow, she's fucking amazing. You you must have been whoever it was. You feel good that he actually took the time to screenshot or or not even pulled up for that that too. Because crazy schedule's crazy. But Nicole Alexandra is amazing. The fact that you remember that shit is she's crazy. fucking amazing. R B or a rapper? She's a singer wow. and she plays a violin. Oh shit! At the same time. Got some coordination for that ass. Bro, I ain't never I ain't been that impressed since I heard Sugar Free do the little. Oh, on the table, the lunch table, beatbox shit. But yeah, like I just so I just I like tapping because the thing is about the new energy is they be grateful. Yeah. But I remember I, I remember what it was like trying to, to get in. Trying to get in. Yep. Yep. And that shit just be that shit just does something yeah. for me. I'll be like when I pull up and I'll just be like, man, like and I walk up and I told this um and I tell I tell them to their face, like, like Asia. I never met Asia before. Mm -hmm. She's a singer from Compton. I never met her before last night, but mm -hmm. she had run into a couple of my people. And she ran into like uh Amen and Silas and shit and you know, hey man, you know, you work with DJ Head, that type of thing, because I shouted her out a few times. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with Kaylin too, for real, back right, in, right, back right. over the summer. But I was like, I just wanted to pull up and tell you to your face, I think you dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, let me know if you need something. Here go my number. Like, whatever. It's and the it's, access. Yeah, because I remember when I was trying to do that, and the only per motherfucker was DJ Dents. Right. And DJ Dents gave me his cell phone number. Yeah. I was like, man, keep doing your shit. Let just me know if you something. need some game. Like, right. And I'm like, man, that's fucking dope. Man, you DJ Dents. I mean, yeah, at this point. Right. So it's like. I gotta look at it like that. So, shout out to them. Now, I think I think that that goes to the bigger responsibility too. Again, we've had these conversations over and over, and I was talking to Salas about this over the uh, over the weekend. Or why I feel like West Coast platforms or the 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 media in Los Angeles, we when you when you do a comparison, it feels like we're still lacking yes. a lot, a lot, and to be a part of that, obviously with homegrown and obviously, you know, us being at real, um, it just it it is not sitting well with me. Yeah. No, it's not with me either. Yeah. And this uh, this isn't I mean, by the time you hear this it might be out, but we actually had exhibit come in. Shouts out to me, Bootleg, me, Bootleg, and Kev had uh we sat in with Exhibit and Demrick. And I asked Exhibit about that. I asked him about the passing of the torch on on the West Coast. I asked him why. Our and it's not just music either. No, I'm, I'm not, not even, about yeah, just music. I'm not even talking about just passing the torch. Like it's your responsibility to put people on. Um, but I asked him, like I said, why you feel like we don't have that system in place out here, like they do in the South. Mm -hmm. Like they put each other on. They be like he hopping on songs with him. This person over here, like it's like it's a community of shit. And I, I don't like the fact we don't have that system in place out here. He said. Straight up, it's the streets. He said it's the streets, plays a major role in it, and I didn't want to accept that either, but then it does. But then on the second part, he said, which I don't agree with, but I didn't feel like it was a time and place to to, to go back because that's not what the interview was about. Right, right, right. So I didn't want to, you know, just make it, sort of, about that. make it about that. You can have a sideline conversation. Yeah, too. so, I mean, I want to have him come on our shit. Mm. But he said it's not our responsibility. He said it's your responsibility to create your own shit. Mm. Don't expect like like it was Dre's responsibility to create his own shit. It was it was Snoop's responsibility to create his own shit. Ice Cube, he said nobody will ever take the place of Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. And I said I, I agree with you. And he said it's not the OGs. It's not our responsibility to put you on. You need to create your own shit like what YG did, what Mustard did, what, what Ty did. They created their own shit, and then we and then we can embrace you or or whatever something like that. And I just felt so, I just did not agree with that at all, but it just wasn't the time to talk, because we was talking about some whole other shit with their albums right, and right, stuff right. like that. So I, want, I hopefully I can get Exhibit back up here and we can talk to him about just that. 
But I so disagree with that. Like, I'm not with that old school way of thinking. Like, as far as, um, like, nobody owe you nothing. You're that's that's a true statement. Nobody owe you shit. So, I, and that that's where it needs to be broken down because I think they, when I say they, older heads, uh, or let me not say that because even that has a negative connotation to it. But but established or seasoned or, or veterans in the game, they feel like when they say owe you something, mm-hmm. that means that they do all the work. Correct. I think that's not it. That's not what it is. It's like you said, pulling up or a shout out, something like that can do wonders for people bro and it's it's something so simple that doesn't take a time a, a retweet uh, a like you know what i'm saying i did give it i did give exhibit social media i did give exhibit props you know for doing that though like he's done it mm-hmm. you know he he fucked with perico right right right, right he fucked right. with ad early right and i gave him props for that i, I made sure I, I told him you know we appreciate you doing that mm-hmm. you know that type of thing um but i guess the bigger question is 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 that what it that that's that's what we're speaking about? Things of that nature. Not we're not saying that Dre has to uh executive produce an album for <laughs> yeah. the, the little homie on the street or make a beat for him or anything like that. It's like the little stuff goes a long way. Yeah. You know, just just that recognition sometimes does wonders. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I try to make sure, like, going back to what I posted earlier and shit, um, I try to make sure like if I can, I pull up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um I try to support Jag and Kaz and, yeah. you know, F- Villain Park and right. all these, because I remember what that was like. Right. And I remember what it would have meant to me had a motherfucker showed me some love. Right. So that's that's pretty much where I was going with that. Yeah, I see. I, I, and I looked at it on, on that end, and that that's even more geared to artists. I'm looking at, like, media. Me too. Media. Lupe. I'm talking about, like, interviews being posted or not even not even that that's that's so minor but bigger established entities um either a financially backing or putting in place other motherfuckers that are going doing their things for example you know we we have resources of our own whether as as limited as you want to look at them or you know how however you want to look at them mm-hmm. We see people like Lupe. Mm-hmm. Yo, run. You need to do something for home. You don't even have to ask at this point. Hey, go. go. Sparkle. Hey, go. go. You know what I'm saying? People that want to, hey, pull up. Tomas. Tomas. Pull the, hey, shout out to E, Street Code. On his dating hip, hey, go. Do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Um, But it just seems like there's still not enough representation. Well, it's on only, well, there's only two of us. Very true. Very true. And I don't see and I and what's what's interesting is I was talking to um fuck it. I was talking to Jason, executive producer of Big Boys Neighborhood about this. And Jason's my guy. And Jason's been with Big for the twenty plus years. And I was asking him, I well not asking him, we were having a conversation about it, and I was telling him my gripes about how things work out here. Like I don't like the fact that there is no infrastructure. I don't like the fact that there's only one homegrown radio or accelerated radio or there's only a few places for people in media to go and bust their chops. Dash or something like that. Dash radio. Like, shout out to them, too. And it's just it's not enough for me because, mm. like, why? Why isn't why aren't the people? Um, And I don't know what people do. Just like how Jeff Weiss, when he put that article out, he didn't. He was unfamiliar with what we've done. He wow. was unfamiliar with DJ Head has done. So, it, sure, certain shit may or may not be on your radar. Cool. What's not on my radar is enough outlets. It's enough people doing what we do, right? And sharing their platforms and putting, pe- giving people opportunities, putting people in position. That's what. That's what I feel like is lacking, and that's why I try to make up for it in doing what I do. Like. And we, as when I was driving away from those police officers, <laughs> tied back in. <laughs> Silas was reminding me. He was like, "What's crazy is people don't understand. You don't have to do this. Like when you get off work at eleven o'clock you can at go night, straight home. You down can the go street. to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that's not enough for right. me. That's what they did. Yeah, that's what them niggas did. When they got off work, they went home. Mm-hmm. They went to their family. I don't got no fucking family. Right, right. Now you have you you afford the time. To, you know what I'm saying? I don't have no wife. I don't have no girlfriend. I don't have no babies. Right. So this is what I'm doing. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So the people who do have a family and do, I get it. There's you know time to be allocated for that. But damn, it's like 
you've been in the game 10 years. Right. What have you, wh where's your underlings? Where's your protégés? Where's your mentees? Right, right. Where's all the people, you know what I'm saying? Like, where are all these people who have nothing but praise to say about you or, or gratitude for you mm -hmm. based on how you impacted their career? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. For like, for instance, I know for a fact that not only myself, but Charlemagne has put on, and I say put on meaning gave him a platform, opportunity, or shine a light on him, at least 10. Right. At least 10 people in media or in entertainment right now. Now, does From Deezus and Mero so, okay. to fucking... Uh, to fucking... Uh, what's, her, what's, her, what's her name? Angela Rye. Angela Rye, mm -hmm. Ivy Rivera. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Indirectly Shokes. or directly, like, for sure. Like, whether he's EP show... Tax Stone. Exactly, exactly. It's just like, man... Or like, even, like, simple shout... Like, when he, I remember him shouting out the Combat Jack podcast on yeah. Breakfast Club and, like, what that did for their numbers and shit like that. But does that mean... Is that is that directly... Me. Yeah. Yeah, he, he gave you a birthday shout-out and posted you uh, in his book, right? But, yeah, he gave me that was crazy, and I'm in his book. But aside from that, before all of that, right, right, he hit Doc Winter mm -hmm. and and vouched for me to be hired at Real 92.3. Crazy. He didn't even know me like that. Right. I mean, we knew each other from back in the day. Like I remember, he used to come out here and fuck with Debbie Dev. Debbie Dev is another right. one. Hell yeah, straight up. And it's just like that shit is crazy to me. Like, wh where is that out yeah. here? Yeah. And shout out to him. I actually saw him in the elevator the other day. He was here on on, on the press run. And as simple as that sounds, even that acknowledgement is dope. It's like, oh, Chuck, what's up, man? What you do? You, you overnight now? Yeah. Oh, that's good shit. Like, even that shit alone is that fire to, to keep you going. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, we try to do our thing. We're only, you know, a couple of people. But is that, yeah, it's just we don't, we don't, we don't see that enough out here. We don't I see don't that see enough. And that's why I posted, I tweeted out, I said, it, it literally costs you nothing. Mm -hmm. It literally costs you nothing to show love. It don't cost you nothing. Yeah, man. And what, what people don't realize, and it's it's a bigger test because we've seen it's kind of it's kind of like uh, people that experienced uh, when we talk when we talk about business, people that experience uh, the recession. Mm -hmm. You remember what the fuck the recession was like, right? Mm -hmm. People that haven't experienced the recession. They just think that shit is gonna continue to be sweet, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I think we we coming from the aspect of like, oh yeah, we remember when the West Coast was dry. It was, and and granted, a lot of shit is popping right now. This is great. We're in a good time on the macro level. This shit looks it's better than it was. You got Bro. real out here. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're both on the radio. This is great, great shit. You got platforms like a homegrown. You got platforms that do exist, but. But fuck that. But it's that's not enough. We remember when shit was super dry. It was dry out here. Wasn't letting nobody in. So it's like it's it's kind of like a call. Like yo, who else is gonna step up? We need some help. Yeah. Send send troops. Send. For, <laughs> but but who is that call on though? I mean, people who give a fuck. It take it, it takes somebody to give a fuck. The reason I don't know your your, your personal. Battery, your per your personal intrinsic motivation. Mine come from a place of lack. Mm -hmm. I was on welfare till I was eighteen. We was broke. We lived in a car. I had food stamps. I was embarrassed. I wore knockoff clothing. I had bubblegum shoes. I wore hand me down clothes. I fucking all that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Transition to me figuring out what I wanted to do. Right. It took me forever. Me never being. My first time at the Beverly Center at twenty six. Mm -hmm. My first time even knowing where. The West Side was, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. My first time being in Burbank at 27. Right. Like, just shit like that. My first time doing this and doing that, it, that, it comes from a place of lack. And then being in the music industry, right. coming up with, with glasses and doing our thing in the streets and radio people not acknowledging what we was doing. We was tearing the streets up. Yeah. Oh, they ain't got nothing going on over there. They ain't acknowledged us. Okay, whatever, fine. Or... It's not even about playing the records. Mm -hmm. Like I make that perfectly clear about right. artists I fuck with. Make no that's why I, that's why I said what I said on my Instagram today. Make no mistake about it. I'm not the guy that's gonna play your record on the radio. Right. But I'm the nigga that's gonna pull up. Right. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you and, and what people don't realize is the value in that. They they look at they look at playing a song on the radio as the end all be all. It's like, yo, think bigger than that. Yeah. Like if you if you got me in your pocket, right? Yeah. That's worth way more than a spin. Yeah. 
And I think that what that that acknowledgement in itself is just educating people about that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not here to play your song on the radio. I'm here to to show up where it matter. Mm-hmm. Play your song on the radio don't fucking matter. It matter for your ego. It matters to your homies. Right. It don't really it don't really matter. You can post it on social media. And it, it, it look cool. Yeah. It don't matter in real life. What, what matters in real life is me pulling up to the Jordan Downs. What's gonna happen? It, is it's me being over there in the bottoms in Inglewood. It's me pulling up to your back house studio at your mom's right, you're crib. Not, you're not doing uh, push-ups like Justin Bieber though, right? No. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. But I'm just saying, no, like, it's more important than that. It's, that's it's, that's it's what bigger. support is, and and again, because again, note to 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 any artist or anybody that's in a position, again, when that recession kicks in, you're gonna see who's fucking with you, and who's not. Facts. When that record is cold and nobody fucking with it, you're gonna see who's really, you know, your friends and who's really supporting. If you got somebody that that's willing to pull up after a record or even before a record pops, that's the motherfucker you want. To be on your team, not necessarily on your team, but supporting you. Support and, uh, and shout out to uh, I wanted to shout out to DJ Robbie De Niro too. Um, he's at another station out here, and what's dope about him is I just saw him working. Mm. Like I just seen him working. He just been working his ass off in the streets, uh-huh. going hard. And he tapped in with all the new music and all that stuff. But he a young dude. He he you know he like ten years younger than me, right. and so I ran into him. And when I ran into him, the interaction wasn't put me on it wasn't it wasn't you owe me something right. it wasn't none of that it was just man dj head man listen let me tell you some real shit right i fuck with you i follow what you're doing appreciate what you're doing i'm trying to do the same thing hopefully one day we can you know we can meet up and link and right. i'll be where it matter to you right boom right keep it pushing here go my shit all right cool i start following him checking this shit out i see him doing this i see him doing that i see him doing everything that he's supposed to be doing right i hit him today like yo hey do you got my number because i don't know if, like i don't know if i ever gave it to him he's like nah not yet damn here go my number boom and he's like i'm gonna text you so i text him and i'm gonna read you the text that i sent to him he texts me and he said uh he said yo this is this is robbie and i texted my back i said i got you i said i didn't want anything just see what you're doing out here, and I respect the grind, especially for us. So I'm here if you ever need game or an assist. Boom. That's it. And it's like, and he appreciated that. Yeah. But it's like, it be that kind of shit. Right, right. right. That's that type of shit matter because more than more than a yo record played on the radio, or more than people, you know, wanting a cosign or a stamp or you to host a mixtape. People need information. Education, man, it's way more important. And I got 15 years of information. <laughs> so trying, I got these courses. So I got 15 trying, years of information. Of this, these courses. So I, that I could download. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Well, I mean, I, I think that's that's a great um, way to kind of pivot and, and, and get off that, man. I think that's and to be honest, like that's I've been really like, really, really, really been like uh, thinking about this, and we'll we'll d- dive deeper into it probably in the next episode. Um, not gonna give too much information out, but I've been really thinking of like what what 2019 is gonna look like. Yeah. Not only for myself, but for homegrown and just, yeah. you know, obviously what we're doing. And, and that it's everything we're talking about right now is more or less on the education and and the the more lives. Because we're doing it already, of course, but it's like how can we make a bigger impact? We should talk about the facility too. That's that's gonna be the next one. Okay. Let's do it on the next one. All right, all right. So yeah, keep it locked. The little, te- uh, uh, what, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, clutch word right there. Crutch word, not clutch. Crutch word. Crutch word. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. We're going to let y'all know in the episode, next episode, what's going on. Future Homegrown Radio. Uh huh. All right. So, uh, appreciate y'all listening. This is a really good episode. Shit, I liked it. Appreciate <laughs> I'm us. really proud of myself. I, mean, no, I just, I think that we're going that direction. And look, y'all, y'all get more information on it soon, man. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. It is Homegrown Radio. Make sure you uh, check out the, the previous podcast and stay locked on the next one's coming up. All right. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Homegrown Radio. West Coast. Out.